Welcome to Folk and Beyond with Air Stephen for a journey into contemporary folk music from all over the planet. Hi, this is Jorma Kalkinen of Hot Tuna. You're listening to WTJU, Charlottesville, Virginia. The river of time, it marks our line. From birth to death, there is no rhyme. Chance to meet along the way. Will we go or will we stay? There is no sound of tolling bells. Our task on earth is living well. I dreamt my grandma held my hand Felt a stranger in this land Her ancient voice called out to me You have your choices plain to see It's time to move on down the line We're all here floating in a river of time Stephen with WTJU Charlottesville, and that was the title cut, River of Time, from the 2009 Red House release of Yorma Kaukonen. He's been swimming with hot tuna, flying with the airplane, and playing at Woodstock, revered as one of the finest and diverse guitar players to rip and pick, a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and since 1998 with Fur Peace Ranch Guitar Camp, Music Academy owner and professor of sorts, with a personal conduct policy for students. If you don't know Yorma, you don't know Jack. I welcome Yorma Kaukonen. Hey man, thanks for having me. So this is pretty amazing. You're, in the years of your life, you have now become a professor. It's amazing, isn't it? Who would have thought? I'm even in the Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and, and you should be. Well, you know, actually, as, as the way things unfold, you're absolutely right. You know, uh, 
I've been a, I've been one of the most fortunate of people. You know, I've, you mentioned some of the stuff that uh, me and my pals have done. We've done a lot of things, and uh, and I'm still here. And I'm still doing stuff. Still smiling. When I got up this morning, child, looking for my shoes. And I think you had one of my uh, favorite guests up at your camp just this last weekend, Tommy Emanuel. Oh, Tommy was so great. Well, yeah, you know, you, you know Tommy, so I don't need to describe him, but he's just such a wonderful human being and arguably one of the world's greatest guitar players. It's just amazing to watch him play. Yes, he is. And uh, he seems to be on top of everything in just the snap of a finger quicker than I can think about it. Yeah, he's, you know, Tommy, Tommy certainly practices the amount that you need to be as good as he is, but he also has the gift. And what he was doing up there was he was one of your guest instructors for the Fur Peace Ranch Guitar Camp. That's correct. He was one of our instructors this weekend, and he also did uh, two sold-out shows. We have a little 200-seat theater up here. Two sold-out shows uh, Saturday and last night, Sunday. The Fur Peace Ranch started about a little over 10 years ago now. And what was the founding inspiration for this, and what is your mission? Well, I think that, you know... Uh, I always enjoyed teaching. I, you know, back back in the day when I was just learning, there's more jobs teaching music than there was actually playing for people, and so I, and I always enjoyed that. But I think that our mission really is a, a sort of multifold. On the one hand, we'd like to make this music that me and my friends love so much simple and accessible for people to get, and on the other hand, we provide an environment uh, in the four days that that each session is open where. The folks have really nothing to do except play music, and you know most of our most of our people are and I use the term loosely adults, you know. And when you're home, I mean, I'm in a music business. When I home, I don't get to play as much as I do when I'm on the road. This time, they have nothing to do but play music, talk to their buddies about guitars, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, where is the Fur Peace Ranch exactly? Fur Peace Ranch is in southeast Ohio, the lower right-hand corner. We're in, we're in a county called Meigs County. We're not far from Athens County, where Ohio University is. We're 90 miles southeast of Columbus. It's a place where they actually stay on site? They do. We have, we have on site. We have about 27 buildings here. And you have guests in all types of guitar expertise come up? We do. We have, uh, obviously, we have, you know, I call it a guitar camp because I'm a guitar player and I like the graphic, but we have uh, drums, mandolin, fiddle, dobro, steel guitars, you know, any, anybody we can get to come and people we can get to come and take lessons.
Hot Tuna is going to take flight here again. We are. And Hot Tuna has been around, gosh, since the 60s, really, yeah, hasn't it? It's crazy. I think we really started we, probably in 69. I don't think we really had our identity yet, but what became Hot Tuna was already playing in 68, 69. And Jack Cassidy is a, a high school friend, a junior high school, high school friend from the yeah, Washington, D.C. area. Jack and I have played area. together for 51 years this year, and he and I went, both went to the same junior high school and high school. So this is kind of like coming home when you come to Charlottesville. Absolutely. In, in <laughs> I mean, a certain way. We always laugh, you know, because 51, I mean, that's more than half a century, you know. And he's my oldest friend, and after all the working together to know each other, we're still buddies. I go back some years with some of these gentlemen, I like Take a minute and introduce them individually on electric violin, Papa John Creech. <laughs> on drums, Mr. Sammy Piazza. <laughs> on bass, a devil, devil, devil of a man, Mr. Jack Cassidy. The, on lead guitar, the sex symbol of Scandinavia, Mr. Yoma Kaukonen. Would you welcome, please, some good old friends, Hot Tuna. I'm sure we got stories that could go on and on and on forever. But I, I'm really curious more so about the new lineup. The new lineup for Hot Tuna is what? Well, I don't know if you can hear this. In the background, there's the sound of a tom-tom being thwacked. Yeah? Uh, that's our new drummer. His name is Scooter Warner. Great player. He's recently playing with Modest Yahoo, and he just played with everybody. And my buddy Jack, of course. It's not Hot Tuna without him. And Barry Mitterhoff playing sundry mandolin-like instruments. I think I uh, recognize Barry Mitterhoff from playing with all kinds of people like uh, Moondy Klein and uh, Jimmy Goodrow yeah. as well and uh, Chesapeake guys and David Bromberg has him as a sideman at times. Yep. He, he's one of the hardest working guys in the music business. He's always doing a date. He, he's also something, he's, he plays in a klezmer band called the Klezmer Mountain Boys and he also plays traditional Italian music. He gets calls for weddings and stuff. <laughs> I'm serious. And you get to do that Jewish dance. What is that called? The horror. He <laughs> and I just played a bar mitzvah last year. They did the horror. <laughs> so you have a radio show now. We do. We have our little radio show. It's our local NPR affiliate. It's WOUB. It's out of uh, Athens, Ohio. It's an Ohio University station. And uh, we're 91.3. Or you can get it on the web, WOUB.org. And you broadcast and stream when you do the show live? or Well, is it produced? you know... 
it's live to tape, as we say. Uh-huh. Uh, we don't actually do it live at that moment, but we, uh, you know, of, of course, you know, I'm you know, giving all my secrets away. You know, I'm one of the announcers. I go, hi, this is Jorma Kalkinen. Welcome to another live from the Fur Peach Mans. But of course, it's not really, I mean, it was live when we recorded it. it you do that live. good. We could get you a volunteer job here. Hey, listen, I've, I've, I've answered phones on our fun drives. I could do it. High pain. <laughs> <laughs> so you received a Grammy nomination a few years back, too. We did, or I did. I got one for Blue Country Heart, 2003, I think. And, you know, in all the years, it's funny, you just don't think about stuff like that, but in all the years I've, I've been in the music business, that just never came up until that time, and obviously I was thrilled and honored. And, and at Woodstock, you were able to get up, even when you're with Jefferson Airplane, you were able to get up at 7.30 in the morning, or maybe you just didn't go to sleep. Well, on that particular occasion, I don't think any of us went to bed. We went on stage, uh, I think it was 17 or 18 hours late. And uh, somebody was talking to me about it last night. We were only really there. We, we got there before the show, went to the gig, waited for 17, 18 hours, played, and drove to Manhattan for the Dick Cavett show. But I got to see Carlos Santana. That was the first time I'd seen Carlos's band. And they played all that stuff that uh, Oyo Komova and all that stuff from the first album. And I, I recently saw some clips from that concert, and my memory was it was one of the greatest live shows that I've ever seen in my life. And when I saw the old films, I went, yep, it really was. And it was a tough gig because you guys really couldn't hear yourself that well, I heard. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was much more primitive than things are today, that's for sure. <laughs> and half a million people ended up being there. The gates were brought down. And, of course, I bring that up mostly because this is the 40th, I guess last weekend and last week was the 40th anniversary of Absolutely. the show. Absolutely, it certainly was. And we were just thinking about that at the, while we are hanging out uh, at the ranch over the weekend and talking. And, wow, it's four decades ago. Obviously, you know, you're, you're in the business for a long time and you have a backlog of material and there are things that you need to keep, keep alive and you need to keep playing, although we don't play things we don't want to play. But at the same time, all of us, Jack, me, you know, of course, Barry and Scooter, you know, they do, they put in a lot of people, so they're always learning stuff. But, you know, you've heard, you're familiar with my work and I don't know if you hear what I hear, but I just hear that I've just been learning so much, especially in the last 10 years, I think, since I've been teaching. But, uh... They're getting to hang out with my buddies in Nashville. I mean, you know, I always, I sound like me. 
I guess the music is still sort of intrinsically the same, but I just feel like I'm learning more about, uh, this is going to really sound corny, but I'm just saying it anyway, being a better me. And you learn quicker. Well, I, I'm able to focus on what I need to learn easier. I, I, you know, on some levels, on some levels, you learn slower because you don't have that eight hours a day that, to just do nothing but play the guitar that you might have when you're 16 or 17. Right. But you know what you need to do, and you can focus on that. And I guess there's certain patterns that are ingrained after a time that you I'm have to break so. out of. It could be good, could be bad. And where is this going, do you think, next? Well... Yeah, you know, as you mentioned, I just finished the River of Time album, which Larry, great Larry Campbell produced for me. And I'm inclined to think, it's probably just because of the news, I'm inclined to think that some of my best work. Uh, Jack and I are starting about, thinking about finally getting off our butts and doing a new Hot Tune album. And I'm just trying to think, since I'm the one that writes lyrics, I'm just trying to think about where I want to go with that. And I'm not quite sure yet. Uh, you know, uh, I sort of like following the path of life, you know, the, just like, you know, Shakespeare's Jake, Seven Ages of Man, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I just figured I need to figure out a way to put it into a rock format. We'll see. Something will come up. I mean, in River of Time, I actually got off my lazy butt and wrote six new songs in the space of about a week. So when I actually do what I tell my students to do, I get some work done. So maybe I'll do that again. <laughs> That's funny. The teacher is—it's like the carpenter that uh, his totally. house is the one that's never finished. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The plumber whose sink is always leaking. <laughs> and I see you're headed to uh, play with David Bromberg up in uh, in Wilmington, and then you're right, doing a couple other the, shows uh, with him. I think it's that's the, next year, I guess. So. Oh, it's, it's a beautiful theater. Uh, Grand, the Grand, the Opera Grand Opera House. House. Yeah, David's got quite a gig going on up he there. Does. He does. Some... But David and I—you know—we're we're old friends. We've been pals for a long time, and. We're going to get together and just do a duo Yorma David thing. Uh, Barry will probably come along too. But one of the things that David, when David and I do gigs together, he's sort of insisted that we don't rehearse. Uh huh. Because we're both sort of springing from the same well, so we know a lot of the same stuff. And and so I can tell you, frankly, it's never a dull moment when we get together and actually do a gig. And you both had strong, strong influences early in your life from Reverend Gary Davis. Right. Yeah, David was actually, uh, Bromberg was actually Davis's lead boy for a while. Yeah. I was never, never physically that close to Reverend Davis. I met him through my friend Ian Buchanan, but there's no question that for both of us, he's been a strong muse. Oh 
And throughout the 90s, I guess, in uh, the last, well, maybe the last 10 years, you tended to go a lot of acoustic stuff. In fact, Hot Tuna became acoustic. Yeah, I mean, we, we have two incarnations now. We, we have our electric one with uh, the quartet, and then we have the trio, which is just Barry, uh, Jack, and myself. And I enjoy both of them. I mean, electric music is seductive, and it's a lot of fun, and usually you get to buy a new piece of equipment every year if you're playing <laughs> electrically, so that's kind of fun, too. But uh, it's like two sides of the same coin. And how's that? Well, the, the dynamic of the electric thing is a little bit different, and the volume is absolutely a component. I mean, I, we were talking about that actually this morning with Tommy. And the vol- when you're playing rock music, the volume is part of the music. It doesn't have to, you don't have to be wearing earplugs, it doesn't have, it have to be, you know, knocking on your back, but volume's just part of the music, that's the way it is. That's not really strictly true with acoustic music. If trouble comes, I don't pay no mind, be alright someday, deep in my heart, I do believe that I'll be alright someday. And plus, I think a lot of times nowadays, I, I see a lot of folks in rock that lose the dynamic in the sense that it's it's usually all this total volume. And to me, when the dynamic of the soft and loud is gone, oh, we lose we lose I, a lot you know, of. Music. I couldn't I couldn't have said that better myself. I mean, when, that's one of the things we talk about too. Dynamics are everything. Listen, believe me, I've been guilty of just, of doing the loud stuff myself without time when I was younger. I, I'm sure most of us have. And one of the things that, that I've learned is dynamics build excitement. I think part of it is that a lot of sound men have been doing it for so long they, they can't hear very well. <laughs> I'm afraid you're right. <laughs> Maybe that's just a bad postulation. I don't know. <laughs> Uh-oh, standing up for this one, huh? Hmm.
Jefferson Airplane often gets together these days, in the, or maybe it was the Starship. Yeah, it's the Starship. It's Paul's Starship, yeah. Yeah, the last time the airplane got together was in 89. And what was the difference between the Starship? I've often had this conversation with people. Well, and I guess airplane. when the airplane broke up in 72, the, the Starship actually had big hits. I mean, Jack and I weren't in the band, obviously. And, I, and they, they were they were really a, a very successful pop band for a while. And uh, uh, They ended up selling Chevys. The commercial, their song was used, I think. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, every little bit helps. I mean, it's just really a different band, you know? I mean, obviously, they kept some connection to the past by using the name Jefferson, but other than that, in my opinion, it, it was really a different band. And as we're joking about, I always quit bands before they're just about to make the real money. And that was quite a time in San Francisco where everything yes, was, was brand new. And, you know, things like that don't happen very often, where a culture and a... I don't know, there was the psychedelics that happened, there was Tim Leary and Ken Kesey, there was uh, the war, there was yeah, the Kennedys, there's Men on the now. Moon. I mean, totally. I mean, you know, in that time, all of the culture, whether it was art or the or newspaper or the press or the, or the songs, it was all sort of in, inextricably intertwined. Uh, and I just can't imagine that happening today. get your music out even becomes something that it seems like it's such a ubiquitous commodity in a certain sense of that it's available everywhere it's like yeah, water it, in I, the pipe none of us know what's going to happen next you know one thing i do know live music is always best not that i'm discouraging people from buying our recorded products believe me but you know to talk about getting it out there there's nothing like seeing a live show and that seems to be the way musicians are going to basically make their living is to be able to continue to perform yeah I, you're right you're absolutely right but you do have a idea yourself i think you don't you have a certain site available that you are getting oh your yeah music we have we have this uh it's hottunatunes.com where we, we tape most of our shows and they're available as downloads show downloads uh, later on you know, I, we're not going to retire on what we get for this, but every little bit helps. And uh, and people that want to hear a show that they've missed, they can get it. And, uh, of course, I always tell, we joke at the shows, you know, if you've yelled real loud, because we don't edit them, you'll be able to hear yourself on the tape. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that might encourage a whole another thing in uh, that. I don't, don't, yeah, don't, I, I probably should have said that. Put them in the ground, sick feet down, till you hear that coughing sound. You can weep and you can moan, that old boy ain't never coming home. Another man done a full go round, another man done a full go round. We can tell our tales, laugh and joke. Ponder all day by the words he spoke You can't run and you can't hide Death come creeping up by your side Another man done a full go round Another man done a full go round It's been great talking with you, Yorba, and we are always going to be playing your stuff here on WTJU. Well, bless you. Now listen, if you come to our show, please stop by and say hello. If for some reason you're ever visiting uh, one of your sister uh, college towns, Athens, let us know, and if we're here, I'll show you around. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'd sure like to do it. It'd be nice to come up there and do a remote piece, actually. Anytime you want to. You know how to get a hold of us. And do the whole thing at the ranch and bring it back to Virginia. All right, man. All right. Thanks so much, Yorma. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. No more fussing about this or worrying about that. Taking out the dog or letting in the cat. Eat your biscuits, gravy, you can smoke and drink Ain't gonna matter what nobody thinks Another man done a full go round Another man done a full go round Well, winter or summer, spring or fall Got to go when the good Lord calls He made us laughing until we cried Never got a chance to say goodbye Another man done a full go round Another man done a full go round This is Jorma Kalkinen of Hot Tuna. You're listening to WTJU, Charlottesville, Virginia. That's 91.1 FM, the sound choice in central Virginia. Six feet down Till you hear that coughing sound You can weep and you can moan Cause that old boy ain't never coming home Another man done a full go round Another man done a full go round Folk and Beyond with Air Stephen for a journey into contemporary folk music from all over the planet.